Music. I'm Eddie Colasso, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. One, twenty, one, twelve. Lay okay. down your arms. Give okay. up the fight. I know what that is. Green Day. Oh, number so twenty-one I, okay. gun. I can I tell you, I didn't have that album on heavy rotation. Yeah, you didn't have twenty-one century breakdown or whatever it was called. No, uh, American Idiot hit me hard. And yeah. Then I, I I can't tell you why I just fell off after that. Once there, like if Rush had an album that was called Dookie, I would have been like, "Are you sure you want to listen to Twenty One Twelve and not that one?" Because that just takes up all the space in the room. Uh huh. They just did, did that, and everyone was like, "Oh, have d- oh, Green this Day's, is the best one actually." Green Day's Dookie is all time great. <laughs> it's funny also because it's green. Let's talk about Rush. Uh, so I'm I wouldn't call myself a Rush scholar. Yeah. But my history with this band is, you know, you know the Tom Sawyer song. Yeah. You know, the, uh, as, as they call it up north, YYZ from. Oh, that is one way you could say it. From rock band. Yeah. And then and I Guitar was Hero like, too, don't forget. Maybe I should listen to Rush. And then I thought it was like, I said it was good ironically. Mm-hmm. And then I really got into Rush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of my history with, with our, with our pals. Mine is kind of similar. It's, uh, I played a Guitar Hero 2 and I like the YYZ because it goes, that's really fun to play. Apparently that's, um, say, that's what, that whole first part, that's YYZ and Morse code. Oh. That's cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're kind of brain geniuses. Yeah, thanks, so. Neil. Uh huh. And, uh, Getty? Is Getty that Lee and Alex Lifeson. Famous for his images. Yeah. <laughs> Getty images. <laughs> you can go on Google and find some really good Getty images if you're yeah if that. you're interested. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, and the Futurama joke where Philip listens to his Rush mixtape, that was, I think, mm-hmm. pretty much it for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Question about Tom Sawyer because that's not on this album. Mm-hmm. Does that song? Because I've never really paid attention to the lyrics. Does that sort of just tell the story of Tom Sawyer in the way that the Twilight Zone just sort of talks about the show? I, I think it's I I believe it's it's because it's today's Tom Sawyer. Oh right, it's, 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 he gets high on you, right? You know, so I, I think it's like a metaphor. Yeah, for what we haven't discovered yet, we're still working on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing this because Rip and Peace Neil, the legend, mm-hmm. passed away a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I gotta bump this up. We gotta do it in his honor. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he has since kind of recanted on his uh, previous beliefs. So yeah, that yeah, was he, late. Late in life, he determined that Iron Man bad. Yeah, he's like, listen, I was just it was what I was into at the time. Uh, you know, sometimes it, you you grow up in funny Cold War, and and yeah. you simply think, hmm, perhaps objectivism is good to me. And what if the Avengers, uh, the Incredibles bad guy, was good? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what 2112 is about. But it's, it's disguised behind, like, sick shit. Right. Like, if you don't listen to the words, and it's just like, look around, this well we right. you're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, it would be very easy if I didn't have the genius page open to be like, I'm the priest of the Temple of Syrinx, and I love it. That <laughs> uh-huh. sounds great. 
I, this is going to be the like reverse version of the last Iron Maiden album we did. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> we start <laughs> with the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and then there's some other stuff afterwards for the next five tracks. Uh, just totally in, like, because you would think for... Uh, an album that it's called 2112 that's the title track you would think it, it would it it would be like thematically significant to the rest of the album nope but they're like nah let's just go do some drugs oh right? yeah what if we did a stardust crusaders journey around the world to do weed ah, this is probably spice this like, and I, I don't dislike the second half of it but it, this is the most unflipped vinyl record of all time yeah definitely just pristine b-sides on every copy of this uh uh, well first uh what did you think of it it took me a little bit to like i think that's my thing with prog where like on a first listen it doesn't really grab me and then i start to like read read the lyrics and sort of see what's going on and then it immediately it it grabs me after that Mm mm-hmm because, like, at first, when it's it's doing Deltron space noises at you at first for, like, four mm-hmm. minutes, mm-hmm. and a guy's just sort of playing Smoke on the Water chords to represent uh-huh. learning how to play guitar, it, you know, it, it, it was kind of like, all right, get to the get to the drum drum hits. But then uh, they do, and it's good. They do, and it's good. Uh, this, every time I listen to 2112, I'm like, oh, this is going to be take forever. And by the time I check how much is left in it, it's like, I'm 18 minutes in. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, that went by pretty quick can i tell I you know. i was listen- speaking of prog uh the other day i was listening i got out the old the old record player i'm kind of an old soul yeah, and sure. i i uh opened up the yes album that we did way back in the day mm-hmm. and i put on the first song and i got through it really quickly and it was because i didn't even realize that i was listening to it on double speed okay because that's ah, kind of that's just kind of how prog is <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, oh, this is really, like, more frantic than I remember. Still good, though. <laughs> They're really going for it on this recording. I don't remember it being four minutes, but okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, let's, let's get started. 2112. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they conveniently broke it up into little, like, sections. Yeah, you, that was uh, nice of them. Yeah, that was nice of our friends to do. Uh, first section, it's all, it's like the instrumental. Yeah, I've, they, apparently in, uh, genius sophisticated albums and overtures where you play things from later is foreshadowing that's yeah. what i've just been told so that's and cool I, I feel like overture sometimes it's used as just like this is the introduction yeah. but this is like th- an actual version of it where they play like stuff from later in yeah. the song it'll be like a guy playing scales on his first guitar and then you'll hear see your rings and then it'll go to the next thing yeah uh, and then you get the, like, not only is it just like, oh, this is the overture for this album, you get the fucking William Tell overture in there for no reason. Yeah, you gotta. They just um, put some shit in this album in certain places. In what I think might be my, uh, fun, my, uh, Slap City pick, there is one point in that song where they just play the fuck, you know the music that always plays in a Looney Tunes factory, like, dan 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 Yeah, They just play that. They invented it. Looney Tunes got it from them. It's good. Um, it, it 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 does build to the kind of like oh this I I guess it's doing like the William Tell thing because it's like oh this is gonna be like a revolutionary thing, right? Once you get it. Um, this also is an album where I can just hear one part of it and then start singing like the riffs. 
Sure. Like I just right. Yeah. Similar um, to the Eddie audiobooks that you've been releasing for A Song of Ice and Fire. You could also do a sort of acapella Acapella, yeah. Eddie thing for 2021. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm very sad. I died before the revolution. <laughs> uh first lyrics on here. A Bible quote. And then me challenge that that's that's when they got you. Yeah, that was, I was like, okay, yeah, William Tell, whatever. Uh-huh. But then it's at Matthew, one of my favorite gospels. Oh, I uh, did not know that about you. Yeah, I like, yeah, it's pretty, when I was taking my Bible as a literature class in, in college, because uh, mm-hmm. it was it's pretty easy credit for me, let me just tell you. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was like, uh, one of the gospels is John, can I have my participation trophy right now? And I, I, me I wise, named Ecclesiastes. And I like say, a, actually, the reason why, even though Mark is the second gospel, it was actually written first because it was when persecution was at its highest. And that's why it's written so, like, so, like, uh, pithily. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you never know who, who's, you know, who's around the next corner. You gotta get the words out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Luke is like, here's an adjective. <laughs> Anyways, that's your Bible lesson for this, this week's episode. I just do like the very quiet shall inherit the earth. Yeah, this is an album about how the the quiet people will win. We're the bad guys. We're the bad guys. We're the priests. We have large computer screens. Like the most fucking George Orwell ass fucking English one oh one fucking we're gonna censor art! We think yeah. art is bad! Pay no attention to our big red evil star! Yeah. <laughs> the symbol of evil! Um, Damn, they worship their computers, though. It does make you think. It does. I beat they, the priests beyond that computer. Yeah. You don't uh, need to read a book! Just go on Discord! It's like, it's it's funny because it's so, the like... Those old rage comics where, like, the straw man would be, like, exploding and spit flying <laughs> yeah. out of his face. Yeah, and you're making the fucking true story, How I Met Your Mother face. Yeah, because the the characters in it, it's like... the It's prota- so fucking ridiculous. The protagonist is just like, hmm, I've discovered music and I will play. Greetings, communist overlords. I've created, I've found this great human device to create beautiful music. And fucking Tanky Stalin 69 is like, no, there's no <laughs> in our centrally planned economy, Mr. Bucciarati. <laughs> we hate music. The world is better without pretty things. Uh, so we have to go back to shitting in our gold toilets and clicking the hyperinflation button. <laughs> we... Sirs, please consider. I implore you to listen to the power of this. No! Please listen to this strange device. <laughs> listen to this tender machine. Yeah. Uh, so, the first, so you can tell it's the bad guys because he's doing Getty Lee rock voice. And, uh, they, they which it's, does, it's we communism. should, for those of you who, I mean, number one, if you haven't listened to 2112 yet, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Number two, it does sound different from Axl Rose, despite the fact that our impression is exactly the same. Yeah. My, uh, when, when Kanye West said, can we get much higher? My voice said, no, I can't reach <laughs> yeah. that level. Um, that's just simple. That's one of our, that's like our rock, like water, water everywhere. Like yeah. that's Iron Maiden. That's exactly. exactly how they sound. Uh, we've taken care of everything. The words you read, the songs you sing, the 
get your second pleasure to your eye. Um, and then, so then it's, it's, it's like the way it's definitely when on like words and deeds, when we were talking about interpreting the ending of Metal Gear Solid 2 wrong. Right. The, it's like, uh, what is it? It's all for one and one for, and all for one. We work together, common son. And I'm like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think that's, that's, that's not that bad. Uh huh. Uh, also, I, and this is clear for me doing it fucking anytime Rush is mentioned, but just going, the priests of the temples of Syrinx is like my ultimate Rush funny lyric wizard slap my balls. It's like, fun. Pull. Yeah. Um, um Syrinx was pregnant. Syrinx, Syrinx was gregarious. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Um, I, I do like, it is like, our great computers fill the hollowed halls is really funny because it's like, oh, the fucking the communist priests just set up uh-huh. gaming rigs and like yeah. <laughs> you're having a land party and none of the proles are invited. Yeah, the, only only the fucking high priests have ray tracing technology in their graphics cards, <laughs> and we're still stuck here playing fucking Mist on our old Macintosh. Very sad. <laughs> Playing fucking After Dark games on our fucking Apple iMac. Awful. Playing fucking Math Blaster over here. (laughs) Yo, Math Blaster isn't bad, though. It isn't. Um, and, and they, uh, have the, the red star is their symbol, so you can tell it's communism, which is bad. Yeah. Fucking Uh, Hunger Games ass. Fucking. Uh huh. It's like we said, we were, we said last episode about like how Best Coast is like kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's very like, it's textual. It tells you what it's about. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much the same. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah, we're, we're evil and we pay no mind to our big communist logo that we kept around for some reason. Uh huh. Uh, then the next like movement is our, our protagonist. He finds a strange device. Spoilers. It's a guitar. And he like, there's, of a, a like minute of like guitar tuning and like strumming and then he just starts like playing a nice little folksy folksy riff yeah like oh this is this is the this is the real freedom music yeah he it's plays brave as a noun and yeah it's oh, just pretty good and, and the priests are like no i don't like the singer yeah it, it's just the the like this little arc is just like he's like what's this strange i it has wires that vibrate and they give music. <laughs> yeah, it, damn, what's a guitar though? He says, mm-hmm. and and then he's like, "I'm going to show this." It's it's literally, oh, we are their storytellers. That's who uh-huh. will uh, become king. Yeah, it uh, kind of is like that, huh? And who has a better guitar than the protagonist? Than the protagonist, and 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 he's like, "Ah, oh, I will reveal this." Great new wonder to the world. The priests will will give me a treat. They'll love it. Um, and then he, so he gets, he's like, the priest will insert one treat into my disgusting face. And Mm -hmm. then he goes to them and he's talking very, he's like, I know I found an ancient miracle. I thought that you, I um, just imagine your, I know this is hard to do, but imagine you're like the ruler or the ruling class. Yeah. And you already have a perception of the like lower class and one of them fucking walks up to you and he's like i found an ancient miracle <laughs> listen to my music like no 
Yeah, you're just fucking hedonism bot, and somebody else, somebody comes over and is like, no. Also, I know it's it's just like the presentation and how it's formed, but it's funny that this the the what actually the main reason like the priests are mad is because this fucking guy walks up to them with a grandpa's guitar and he's like, oh, listen to this big iron on his hip. And they're like, no, like that's they just think electric guitars are better Uh huh. because they can plug them into their great computers to play Rocksmith. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it simply doesn't fit the plan. Sorry. It, it, so he so the fucking it, switching between the voices is so good because the the protagonist, he's like, is something here that strong as life? Yes, we know. It's nothing new. It's really good. Yeah. I can also play it. I just don't want to. It doesn't fit the plan. And then fucking, like, so the guy, he he goes to them and he's like, listen to my disgusting grandpa's guitar that I found in a river. And they Mm -hmm. say, no, fuck off. And he's like, I can't believe this. Please listen to the spirit of my music. And then they they just say, you're annoying us. Get away. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I we really can't understate how much it is like the comic, like you said. Mm-hmm. There is, there, and it's like, every once in a while, there's, it's like the worst person you know just made a great point. Because there's, there's one section where it's like, um, let me find it. Oh, yeah. So he's like, just think about the average, what use have they for you? Right. And it's like, yeah, when people are like suffering, like music won't really help them but like you need it yeah like, it's, you still, need it's still good for personhood making yeah but it's just like oh no we're actually evil by the way yeah actually music was a toy that helped destroy the elder race which genius tells me is one of the characters from earlier sure the chronology of this that's that's probably some ayn rand shit that like oh the, the elder race yeah his, his name was um atlas yeah. I, I listen, I gotta be honest, I never fucking even thought about, like, even before I knew, like, when I was first get, like, quote-unquote, getting into literature, I did spend a lot of time, like, oh, what are, like, the classics, you know, like, let me right. look through and see what I should read, and I remember seeing fucking, like, Atlas Shrugged or The Fountainhead, and I would be like, absolutely not. Yeah, same. Like, I don't know, because it wasn't, like, big, bo- like, I wasn't like, oh, that book is big, I do remember... This kid who I believe is, like, a fucking, like, surgeon or something now, in, what was it, in, like, sixth grade, he was reading War and Peace. Cool. And I was like, you fucking nerd, and now he's a doctor and I have a podcast, but, like, <laughs> even, even then, like, I, I, I just didn't, like, the length of a book never was like, oh, I'm not gonna do it, but right. it, it, just looking at those, I was like, absolutely not. It's not yeah. happening. Most of the time I would just look up like how many accelerated reader points the book was. And usually if it's bigger, it's like, oh yeah, I'll read The Yearling. Sure. Uh-huh. Hell I, yeah. I, I do think in, I could be, this could be like revisionist history, but I do remember looking through and seeing like, oh, these are like classic book section and just going to the side and be like, I'm not reading uh, Ayn Rand. I've heard of Kurt Vonnegut. I think I'll read Slaughterhouse Five instead. Let's go. And that happened, so it's pretty good. 
Yeah, that, that, was was, in, that was high school though. That was like sophomore year or something. Right. When I was in ninth grade, uh, it was it was uh, April two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I was or two thousand whatever, um, and uh, I was reading the, my first Vonnegut book, uh, Slaughterhouse Five, and I said, "This is very good. It's mm-hmm. so good." That I think I'm going to write Kurt Vonnegut a letter about okay. how much, how, how like you've inspired, you've made me realize that reading is good. And then I looked it up and he had died two weeks prior. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> so sad. He would have got back to me. He, he would have, yeah. Similarly to, to Neil Pert, right before he died, he was like, I'm so, I'm sorry about that one really racist, ableist story I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> about how equality is bad. Uh oh. <laughs> While we're just on the top, I, I might have told this story on um one of our, our projects before, but in terms of like books kind of influencing us, um, well, I was, I was maybe my junior year of high school, but I was still doing my like, let me read literature. And I got um The Stranger by Camus. Oh yeah. A little book. I like that. Yeah. Not too long. Good length. And I, re- this is, I, I got it that day. And I didn't read it yet, but I, like, went home, and my mom would always do this fucking thing where she would just lock the door and not, like, leave the hidden key or whatever. Owned. And I was like, fuck this. I I was like, I usually just, like, sit on the front stoop, but I was like, I'm not doing that today. So I could get into, like, our apartment complex, but not into our actual apartment. Sure. And I was just like, I'm just gonna fucking go up to the roof. So uh-huh. I went up to the roof. You did Mirror's Edge up to the roof. I did Mirror's Edge, and I climbed up on the roof, and I read fucking she was it's what usually would happen is she's like picking up my brother from school and would be back like you know 30 minutes later sure but for some reason today she's just like oh i'm gonna go shopping and just like was out for hours <laughs> and i'm just up there reading the stranger about how like sometimes things in life sometimes you walk on a beach and kill a guy by accident and, kill Fuck. A guy and, th- and things are out of like out of like, sometimes, the, the, sometimes the the mean court system is mad at you when you kill a guy for no reason. You do kill a guy, and I was like, okay, well, that's his beliefs, and I gotta respect it. But the, but just like getting to the end and being like, oh yeah, like if listen, if I just didn't see that guy there that day and kill him, my whole life would have been different. And the absurdity of the universe and Damn. how things can happen that are out of your control. That if this happened differently, your whole life would change. And I'm like, damn, that's exactly like me being on the roof and not being able to get into my house and play PlayStation. Damn. And then I was like, I I think I'm going to get into existentialism now. That is like the the fucking quantum ideal of like what a cool kid would be to me as a kid. Like (laughs) he's he's. He's hanging out on the stoop, and then he decides to go be Rorschach up at the top, looking down yeah. on the city, and then reading Camus. Yeah, that was fucking me. That's so fucking cool. And I said, oh, I'm going to get into this this absurdism shit, and now I'm normal, because yeah. I found about, out about that when I was 15. <laughs> Damn, dude, I hate waking up and being a big bug. Fuck. Uh, shit. Uh-huh. Oh, I hate it when my mean sister throws apples at me and hurts my wing. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, no. My boss is coming to my house. Oh, no. To see I'm, I'm a doing. big bug. I'm a bug again. Fuck. Ugh. Anyway. One day we'll do, one day when we're out of music, we'll do fun point for books. It'll be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll just rip on Kafka for no reason. So after he goes to the priest of the temples of Syrinx, he's very sad and he has a dream mm-hmm. with the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Well, first, Getty Lee just does Guitar Hero for a while, and it's pretty yeah. sick. Mm-hmm. And he does he does heavy rain. I stand rain. atop a spiral 
that that part's badass though. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first he's yeah he's he's dweeb can't you show me the light? Mm-hmm. And then he goes to bed and it immediately it uh, he tur- he turns it to eleven and it's. He has a big dream about a big staircase, and he has a dream of a good future where there used to be music, and the elder race was there, I guess. Mm-hmm. And people had eyes on their hands. Yep. Normal. But they, the elder race, they left, um, but they're going to come back, and they're going to tear the temples down. Um, so don't stick around for a while. Don't off yourself. Um, they'll be back. We're going to have an, an objectivist revolution. Yeah. We're Which, all going to have our show your work on that one, chief. Individual revolutions, but they're all going to be happening at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do. I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it is funny that like it's all like this is like a vaguely like you know it's it's like a revolutionary like shit. And then the very last song on this album is like every all your private property is your own kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> um. So our 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 dude has has a dream, and he he's he said, and he thinks of what. So so this is what this is where, and it's funny because like the the rush people they're like, oh it's up it's up for your interpretation, Khaleesi. How does yeah. the song end? So uh, the protagonist basically is like, oh I can't carry on this life. Uh, my spirits are low in despair, and my lifeblood spills over. So you're like, oh um did he did he kill himself? What happened? And then, and then there's more like rock and guitars, and then you, it's like weird robot voice, and it says like, "Attention, all planets, we have assumed control." So then, that's up to you, the 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 listener, to figure out like, oh, does this mean that, like, it could mean that the last Jedi has been killed and they're gone forever, uh-huh. or the elder race came back and he just missed it by accidentally dying right before, and they came back to liberate them. Oops, ow. Or did did his death? was because he was this the spirit music man. Yeah. Did that, like, trigger the revolution? He used polymerization to become, him and music combined to become revolution uh-huh. and spurred it on. He became Woody Guthrie. <laughs> actually, but but what actually happened if this song went, like, two minutes longer, they'd be like, now we actually have ultra-communism. Like, it's even more now. <laughs> uh-huh. Um... Anyway, 2112. There's some fucking brain math that happens according to the genius page. So why in your brain is this called 2112? Is it the year? It's, it's the year. It's the future. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Which less than a hundred years away from now. Can you believe it? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, passage of time. But so let me just read this from the genius page. Um, the, the phrase attention all planets of the solar federation consists of seven words and is repeated three times. Three times seven, twenty-one. Mm-hmm. We have we have assumed control. It's composed of four words and is repeated. Th- it's repeated three times. Three times four, twelve. Twenty-one, mm-hmm. twelve. I mean, anytime something it, like that could be true, seems like something that Rush might do. But anytime something like that happens, it's like, oh, this is some the number twenty-three shit. Yeah, it's like some fucking top secrets bullshit. Top secrets. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, I, it's, I, I like like when when Killer Michael when he sings the song about Ronald Reagan and he starts saying Ronald Wilson Reagan throughout. It's mm-hmm. like oh oh that could mean that it's all all of the his, his it's a valid troll name because it's six letters all three of them six six six. And then at the end he just goes six 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 and it's like okay great now we're on we're all on the same page. He's calling him the devil. Yeah, I need I need a little bit more 
for that. Yeah, they should have, the priest should have came out and said, 2112, and that's how the song should have ended. Yeah. <laughs> we never said the title of this. I've, so in my mind, I've been imagining the, the priests of the Temple of Syrinx, and they're all just Piat Pri. I was, I, I am not doing a bit. I imagine them as big Piat Pri. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize that until just now, but like. Like, they're like a, a Snoke side. I was gonna Piat say they Pri. have Snoke bodies! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh god. We are the priests of the house of the undying. Uh this is the most like when people say separate the art from the artist. Uh-huh. Usually what they're saying is I this person did something bad and is an asshole but I still want to like it. Sure. This is like the most acceptable version of that to me. And it's where it's like and it's easier personally on me because later on in life, Neil Peart wrote most of Rush's lyrics, and he's like, right. "Yeah, I don't think that anymore." Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Who? Listen, both of us, both members of this podcast, um, are fans of of some media that you could describe as problematic. Eddie listen, likes I some Rush had, songs. I haven't had perfect um, political opinions like I do now my whole life. Yeah. So you know, people can change. I've spent hundreds of hours watching The Water Boy. Uh-huh. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, before, hey, that's side A of the album. Yeah, that's side A. Uh, before we get to side B, let's do, let's check in with the, uh, the Patreon.com slash Thrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. Ooh, what you got? Uh, a little bit of the bubbly. It's a strawberry okay. flavor. I, I'm still having gate. I got, remember last time I was sick and I was on the day cool? Um, yeah. I am again, but I, I didn't tell you that this time. Right. I got sick I, again. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's these fucking kids, man. Yeah, they'll do uh, it. Um. Anyway, Patreon.com. So I, I just have a another a frosty Gatorade with me to keep my electrolytes oh, up. Uh, Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. At $1 a month, you'll get access to all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with uh, Brooks, Metal Gear, next stream this Thursday, I believe. Yeah, I think we said Thursday around 7-ish. Yeah, I'll put that post up soon. And also, uh, Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim dropping sometime this week. Uh, yesterday we did watch Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, you watched it! Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude! It's, uh, not to spoil the episode, but it's fucking awful. Yeah, I don't wanna, I don't wanna take away you and Kim's thunder too much, but... Pretty wild how they just do all the jokes from before, but worse, huh? Hey, we hey Kim. Oh my God, thank you so much. You're, You're my hero. Kim just brought me a yellow Red Bull. Wait, come back, come back for a second. We're doing the Patreon segment. <laughs> what word did you use to describe the what? Like, like when we finished watching Dumb and Dumber Two? I don't remember. You called it. You said it was like vile, or like putrid or something. <laughs> like you, you said it was foul. It was you foul. were like, when will this foul movie end? Yeah. I think that was what you said. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, thank you. The so. movie was pretty good. It was yeah, pretty good. good. Is, is it going to be a top five flick? Probably. I, I got my laptop out. If you want to use it, thanks. I have to do grocery things. Oh, you need me to? You need me to pause and help help out? No, I've oh. already brought it in. Oh, okay. Thank you. You know, we got less than a month until Sonic Hedgeman comes out. Yeah, we 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 were doing. Um, sorry for going too behind the scenes, but we were doing our like carry me home planning, and we're like, we had something di- like we were like, let's do. Let's go a little off. We were gonna uh, we were gonna dip into into kidding, 
Yeah. But we're like, how are we going to do this? Like, it's a whole show. And then right. we were like, we can't do, like, kidding and then do Sonic. Right. So then it dawned on us, like, fuck, we have to watch a movie. And right. Dumb and Dumber 2 is a real movie that exists and The Majestic is not. That's so, true. It is extant. Yeah. Uh, sorry for... They literally just do the same jokes from Dumb and Dumber again. Hey, remember and, the bird kid? Here yeah, it is. It's this... Cool. And then and in the credits scene of the movie, they show, like, scenes from Dumb and Dumber 2 alongside scenes from Dumb and Dumber, the original of the same joke. Yeah, it's just psychically harmful to, to see. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, Eddie and Kim gotta watch this where they're when they're in a safe place over at my house. But, and, uh, yeah, it was an yeah. ordeal, but we did it. Hey, anyway. funny, se- f- funny season two starts in two weeks. So yeah, funny. We gotta catch up. Yeah. Uh, so are you, are, is the is the plan for for you and Kim to do Sonic after seeing it in a theater? Yeah. Okay. Very good. It's gonna be a special one off uh, episode. Um, Are you going to make Kim sit down and tell her tell us everything she knows about Sonic before you go to see the movie? I know Kim did have Son- at least a Sonic game on Sega Genesis. Oh, sick. She 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 booked it out of here, so Yeah. Uh, I'll have to find that later, but um yeah. All right. Pretty good. Uh, $5 a month you can send in a request for us to talk about on this podcast Fun Point. Next next one. Next episode of Fun Point. It's a good mm-hmm. one. I mean, you you can just look in the description and see what it is. But. Yeah. Or you can surprise yourself. Um, and you get shout-outs at the end of episodes. Well, I say that, can you pull up the uh, the patron list and just kind of have that handy? For yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have it in the in the barrel. Okay. Um, at $10 a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in the Discord, and we'll create a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. Gotta do that soon, too. I know I keep mm-hmm. saying that, but listen, <laughs> teaching, you have to do a lot. Yeah, I've, I've found that out. So here's kind of the trade-offs I've seen. In my last IT job, I could just go there and work it, and it was easy, and there wasn't that, um, like, much responsibility. And then I could go home and just do shit that I like. Yeah. Uh, but I made no money. Right. And now I have um, this—I this, um, don't, I don't know if this is, like—maybe it's just a weird coincidence, but now, like, in the career path that I'm in, there's a, a union— Oh. So, um, I don't know. It might be, not be related. I'll ask, um, I can't ask Neil about it. Sorry. No. But, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll do some more research and see if that helps at all. Um, patreon.com slash postgamethrones. Uh, what do we have next? Next we have a passage to Bangkok. It starts with the fucking racism music sting, which is it, nice of it, them to it sort of. It does the funny racist. Um, and it's funny bringing this song up. Like, this is the fucking, like, Rush dilemma. Is that this song is literally just like, yes, we are explorers on the Orient Express, and we are sampling each region's finest opiates. Mm-hmm. But it fucking rips. <laughs> right, it is, yeah, it's a good, like, yeah, if I'm gonna pick this one or one of the songs that isn't, like, made by Getty or Neil, it's gonna be this one. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like the Animaniac song where fucking Wacko names everything except it's them saying all the places where they've smoked weed. Mm-hmm. We're on the train to Bangkok. Uh, we only stop for the best. Do you? Hey, we'll hit the stops along the way. Do you get it? Like they're hitting whatever they have to 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 give. Uh huh. That's good. it's. I just love looking through, um, like lyrics, at, or like. 
especially on Genius, and just seeing guitar solo in brackets. Because I'm oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, you're goddamn right it is. That um, actually, that, that pointed out to me that when you click it, uh, right before the guitar solo, you can hear somebody, like, inhaling as if hitting, like, a bong or doing a joint. That's so fun. Because I don't think... I mean, it's it's kind of the obvious joke of, like, wow, they really had to be on drugs to write this. But I don't think of Rush as, like, a stoner band. Right. You know, like, they, I don't have that connotation with them. Because like, the, just... first, the first song is, like, more of a stoner song than this one. Mm-hmm. Because that one's like, we're in space and we're fighting communism and shit like that. And this mm. one's just like, hey, we're back in present day Earth. Hello, allow me to say the word Katmandu in this song. Yeah. Um, Do y'all mind if I say the word Acapulco real quick? Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, Rush are just like wizards, but they're not weed wizards. Yeah. Like. They're like, they're I... your classic old clip art wizard. Yeah. Um, I, this is of the, like, other of side B, this is probably my favorite song. Not yeah. for any of the lyrical content. I just think the guitar sounds like it's the heaviest on this one, and you know mm-hmm. all about that shit. So can't argue with that. I don't know. Uh, also, in this song, they they say uh, "Fly by Morning Light." Actually, I should probably pick "Fly by Night" for Slap City. That's a good. That's a fun song. Yeah, you're still deliberating because I I don't just want to load up Slap City with fucking nine minute songs, you know. That's fair. And I think Fly By Night's like three and a half minutes, so. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll go there. Um, Damn, I was I was like, like, I knew that you were going to pick a Rush song, but I was still like thinking about like, oh, what if I picked a Rush song? So I looked and saw what album uh, Tom Sawyer's on. And like the first three tracks on that album are like Tom Mo- Sawyer, yeah. Bomb Track, and YYZ. Yeah. <laughs> Moving Pictures, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's a pretty good side A. That's a fuck. Yeah, that's their... Uh, the, the, moving pictures is there. Um, everything goes numb. Uh huh. So, yeah. so you could say <laughs> paint um, fence check, robo check, robo check. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is my favorite of the uh, the B side. Anything else you want to add about the funny weed song before we? I really want to talk about the Twilight Zone. You have entered the Twilight Zone. This is the fucking... next song is called The Twilight Zone. It's just about the Twilight Zone. The TV it's show. It's literally, hey Neil, what's your favorite Twilight Zone episode, and what's the synopsis? Let me look up because I know um, Neil didn't do all of the tracks on this one. I believe he didn't do Lessons or Tears. Okay, he, okay, yes, this is Neil's. This is one of Neil's hits. Yeah, this is a bunch of people are in a bucket. It turns out at the end that they're dolls. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. But I had time. You know, the, yeah. the, the glasses one. Don't you, put me in the cornfield. Have you watched the new Twilight Zone? I watched the first one with the comedian. Mm-hmm. Tracy Morgan was there. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I remember everyone was like, oh, I'm hyped for this. And then like nothing. It's because it's on CBS All Access. <laughs> okay, that that would be why. Okay. Yeah, and like, you know, I... I um. I've heard of I've heard of Put Locker. Okay. So I saw the first episode, but Yeah, you've uh, wa- you've so you're telling me you've watched some matches on Daily Motion is what you're uh... I've gone to watch wrestling.cc from okay. time to time. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe I'll have to have to do that. But yeah, um, this is I I would with this song I was really like maybe did this song predate the Twilight Zone? Like is this like <laughs> 
But no, no, it's literally just like the first verse is about Rod Serling showing up and telling you about his big scary door. Yep, the the scary door. And uh, now, and uh, a bit a future, I'm a bit I did not get at the time, and now I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Was it the terror at thirty thousand feet thing? Yeah, where there's like the monkey on the plane or whatever. Yeah, he's, you gotta believe me, and he's like, yeah. why should I believe you? You're Hitler, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow, so random. <laughs> that's the funny South Park humor I'm looking for. Uh huh. Just um, gotta get a little Robo American studies in there every now and then. Yeah. I just, it's, you have entered the Twilight Zone. Like, really, dude? Have I? I know the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, re- I genuinely can't believe that it's just fucking, they, he went to twilightzone.wiki on his big communist computer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there's a man in the back seat, and he was a hitchhiker before. Cool. Man door, hand hook, car hand door. <laughs> it's fucking... I'm gonna write a song that's like, uh, fucking... And then, uh, Bender and Hermes go on an adventure, because he swallowed a calculator. You have... I'm gonna call it Futurama. <laughs> You've eaten three spoons of the jelly! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then you have a dream about a big staircase. Yeah. It's just... It's, uh, wet, so we joke about vampire times. Mm-hmm. But when do vampire... Because I, I was about to say, in vampire times, you could just write a song about a thing you liked, and that was it. Like, this came out when? Like, 75 or something? Yeah, something, yeah. I feel like vampire times... Like, existed until, like, fucking 1988. No, this is fucking Jimmy Carter was president. Like, it was yeah. pretty, it was pretty contempt. Like, the world was in color by that point. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like, the sky looked the same. Uh-huh. Um. Hey, when did... This what? is only tangentially related, but when, in your mind, like, did vampires, like, exist? Uh... Like, like when, when did Dracula take place, in your mind? In my mind, like... 1400 okay that makes a lot more sense because in my mind i was like 1850 because that's probably what because that's when like dracula it was like before 1900 right let me look it up because i just thought of like in my mind for 26 years like the old west cowboy movies were happening at the same time as dracula yeah well it was okay it came out in 1897 okay but to me it's from like you know, 1400. Yeah, it's over there in the fucking Prussian conglomerate empire or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, like, yes, literally, I know this, but just seeing it written out this way is funny. Like, I'm on the Dracula Wikipedia page, and you scroll yeah. down. Characters. Count Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I know. Yeah, there's one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, we have Lessons. Hey, have you heard of Fleetwood Mac? Because we're that now, and Alex Lifeson Never is going here. back again. Uh, yeah, this is just a kind of, like, it is basically, like, second song off of Rumors. Like, jaunty kind of... All respect to Alex Lifeson. Mm-hmm. I... Give Neil the pen. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I am, because it's also very funny that this is, like, the only song on the album that Genius doesn't have any annotations for. Yeah. It's like this, I, I saw somewhere, it's like, oh, the last two songs on this album, Rush have never played them live. 
Right, yeah. It's like, I I wonder, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. And it's like, this one was written by somebody who didn't usually write a lot of songs. And you can kind of tell. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be a good songwriter either. But it's just uh, like, memories are sweet and it's good to fucking hold hands. Yeah. Like, it's, maybe it's just, it's just me because I'm irony poisoned that the only good Beatles song is Octopus's Garden. <laughs> Because Ringo wrote it and he's just having a good time. Oh, I'm so excited to make you listen to the Beatles. You're going to hate it. Uh, please don't make me listen to, like, fucking Revolver or some shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know what, what song's on what. When were they... T- when were they? Would you, like- rather, would you rather listen to, like, stoner, late career Beatles or, like, early, like, it's been a hard day's night, help me, I like a girl meme. I feel like Beatles. the later would be funnier. Yeah, but probably. I, I don't know. I will tell you, I'm more familiar with the early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I want to hold I, your hand, ass. Yeah. Know. I was, the, I was the big genius who purchased the Beatles one, all of their number one hits, and I listened to that, and mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Um, next up we have Tears. And listen, I'm all for like, you know, use your music as, as your outlet, express yourself, you know, speak your truth. But this ain't for me, Chief. Give Neil the fucking pen, dude. Give, give this Neil is, the pen. This he, song is—they had to. He wrote a lot. To be fair, for this one, like that's fair. Yeah, give. Yeah, let it. He's gonna get carpal tunnel. Yeah. This this the chorus to the song is straight up. I noticed that your eyes were producing moisture, which indicated to me that you were experiencing the emotion known as cry. Are you having botherations? Yeah. Are you are you having emotionality? Give him, give him the pen. Give him the pen. Uh, I mean, we can kind of where we we got a lot of questions, so we might. So we're, yeah. rather than go long, let's just move on to something for nothing. Okay. I will uh, say that the last thing about tears is like it has that soft. It's I looked it up. It's called like a Mellotron. Oh, those rule. Mellotron thirty thirty. It actually yeah. sounds very good. Joking aside, if I think you, that's a good if part you of the have, song. Uh, a Mellotron or a Rhodes organ in your song, like, I am fucking in. Mm-hmm. Like, I at least can latch onto that. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, you can't get something for nothing! You can't get nothing for free! No! Uh, it's, it's, it starts fucking carry on my wayward son ass <laughs> intro. But then yeah. we get those, like, powerful Getty notes that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, fine, but it's, like, if you're Rush, like, see, the other songs that they never played live, it's, like, oh, I can, I can get that, bud. But this one, it's, like, fine, but if you have a fucking, like, Limelight or the Spirit of Radio in your catalog, you're not playing something for nothing over that at a concert. Right. Like, there are better Rush songs for you to just have to play, you know? (laughs) So um, it's fine, but it's it's just it's it's, it's, again, it's more, I said it at the beginning again like musically fine, but it's also everything has a price. Can you see? Yeah. Work hard. Stop work. being lazy and on our government dole. Everything you own as a sovereign citizen is yours. It's, it's very fucking early to bed, early to rise. It's yeah, a man, healthy, wealthy, and wise. The song. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then at the very end, it's like let the voice of love take you higher, and that's yeah. It. And then it's good. So yeah, Rush, I really like Rush. I don't, I don't know. It's like, you, that's my, uh, wow, cool drum set. 
and when it says Ayn Rand is cool, I say suddenly I do not see it. Right. That's kind of my. You can whole. you can have a uh, little a concept album as a treat, but mostly it's just sort of six other songs. Yeah. Um. Want to do Slap City? Yeah. I went first last time, so you're up first this week. Um. Okay. Uh. It's fucking. Ah. Shit. I have it somewhere. Hmm. Um. So I. So for this one, I I'm not a big. I'm not. I don't have a lot of prog knowledge. Mm-hmm. Prolage. Um, so I decided to look for other music that was happening around that time. Mm-hmm. And so I am going to pick, speaking of the Beatles, it's not the Beatles. Okay. Um, but it's a cover of a Beatles song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to add a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, uh, disco soul to our, uh, our Slap City playlist and go with Got to Get You Into My Life by Earth, Wind and Fire, which Ooh. came out the same year. Yes. I like it. I was like looking at a 1976 playlist and I was like, oh, okay, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Ooh. Now we're, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been listening to it all week. It's pretty good. It's, it's good. Um, I am going rush on this one. But as we, we talked about, I, I'm going to go, I'll have the easy listening three minutes, 22 seconds. I'll put Fly by Night on here. All right. Fly by Night away from here. Meow, meow. It's good. Change my life again. Do, 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 do. You, you got to <laughs> sing the drum farts for Rush. Yeah. You just have to. Um, yeah, so that's mine. Thank you. Uh, I said the questions. At, uh, we post a couple days before we record on Twitter, at you love to hear it. Uh, and you can just respond to the post there to get your questions on here. Um, first one, Sylvia, Captain Trash, Twitter. What other number-based songs do you guys enjoy? <laughs> One, there's... 21 gun. Yeah. So there's two I could think of. One is the the song from Sesame Street where it was like a pinball going down the machine. And it was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, that one. one's pretty good. Uh, Coheed and Cambria also have a song called Number City. <laughs> <laughs> and they do count in it. It's the sequel to Math Blaster. Yeah. Um, so that's... Damn, what's another song that has numbers in it? Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 10th Avenue Freeze Out. That's mine. Mm-hmm. That has a number in it. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that? Remember when Kanye West and and Rihanna did a song with Sir Paul McCartney? I do remember five, that. Four or five seconds. Uh-huh. That has numbers in it. Don't listen to it, though. So. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's not very good. Um, Next up, I think this is kind of... um laser focused on you uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. this one's from adam b on twitter yeah this is uh this is from an old meat space bud and it says brooks what's the best improv set you've seen involving the numbers twenty one twelve and sloss yeah so this like it's i know that it's not interesting to relay improv sets to people who weren't there it's like it's mm-hmm. like fucking hey let me tell you about my dream mm-hmm. but like uh so we have, we, there was this guy who came to our club, a good friend of ours. His name was Ben and, uh, he's still around in the present tense. Okay. Um, but he, his, he was like the rush guy in our group. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes he would just sort of integrate rush into his sets. That was his bit. That was, it's like how if, if you had me go in an improv scene and you were like, all right, Brooks, you're, you're in California. Like I would come okay. out like singing, give it away, just sort yeah. of like that. Cause that's what a California guy would do. Mm-hmm. 
So he would like, there was a set where like he was making, uh, he was like trying to sell somebody a car wash and he called it like the, the, the 2112 2112 car wash. Mm-hmm. And we all thought, we all thought it was really good because it's Rush. It's Rush. And then Rush. also afterwards I did, um, go up to him and say, Hey, 2112 is a good album. And then he knew that I was a fake Rush fan. Yeah. That's so that was that's the answer. That's very cringe. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I post that was the first and only time I posted cringe. Uh, Carl on Twitter says, not a question, but more of a comment. Once I was listening to 2112 with my dad in the car and he made fun of the part in movement three of the title track when the guitarist starts (laughs) tuning the guitar he discovers. And I indignantly explained the plot of the song to him. (laughs) Thank you. Question. Have you ever gotten mad at your dad about rock and roll? Oh, yeah. I haven't because my dad is not a rock and roll guy. So Your dad's never heard an electric guitar in his life. He hasn't. My dad was a fucking freestyle DJ. In like Yeah, the early, late 80s, early 90s. So whenever I, I see a funny video of a kid dancing on what used to be Vine, but it's like, be my lover, wanna be my lover. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. one of my dad's, my dad would spin that shit. Are you gonna, are you gonna get on the bite? I, Wagon. I'll make an account. I don't know if I'm going to post content. I don't think I have that in me, but. I'll yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm Air Brooks on Bite. You can follow me over there. Yeah, maybe. Um, I made one and I like, I feel so much older than I did on Vine. Uh huh. And it's kind of like, I don't know if it's going to last for me. We'll, we'll see. But anyways. Give it, give, it, give it a shot though. Yeah. You got it. You, get, you, you got to post, you know, you got to make content. Uh, uh, I do. Uh huh. What's up? I did spend the first like 21 or so years of my life being mad at my dad about rock and roll because like mm. my dad is, he's like a, he's, you know, he's, he's a, he's a boomer. He, he listens to, you know, Allman brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I would all, when I was growing up, I was like, I also like Mr. Dylan, um, mm-hmm. and, and those fellows. Mm-hmm. So, and I would be like, mm, Dad, would you do you like the song Masters of War, where Bob Dylan says that it's bad to to be at the head of a bloodthirsty imperial empire? And he says, Yes, it's good. Anyways, now I will go vote for John McCain. Yeah, <laughs> that that shit made me so mad for like my entire life. Where it's like, but the but they say the liberal thing, and the you other, like it. The other day, I was on the phone with my dad, and I forget what he was talking about, but he was like, basically some emotion of along the lines of like in the end your employer always fucks you over mm. and i was like i think i'm gonna radicalize my dad yeah i'm gonna get my dad to vote for bernie <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go uh canvas uh around where your dad lives i'm gonna and go just canvas to... the the uh the boynton beach area of florida for no yeah. particular reason yo yeah. mike bloomberg was down the street from my house earlier today what the fuck was he doing he was his first like i woke up and i you know i did the usual i rolled over to my phone and i saw like mike bloomberg does his first florida campaign event at trips diner which is right down the street from my fucking house i was house. gonna ask if he went to that cool pizza place we went to once no he would never go there he's not cool enough uh-huh but it's like also like a mile away from my house is where beto did his first florida event right. so it's, it's just it's cursed. winners only over here yeah uh, next question comes from friend of the show, Roy, Natasha Shittingfield on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, Roy. Uh, fun fact, Getty Lee is a big baseball fan, specifically a Toronto Blue Jays boy. If this album were a baseball team, what would it be like? This, um, I don't know, because it's Good not, logo. It's not... Oh, since Cincinnati Reds. 
<laughs> Easy. Yeah, that's the that's the priest's favorite. Uh, I was gonna make a comment that they're like cardinals because they're always like good, but th- this album is like it's kind of like objectivism is like inherently racist, but there's no explicit racism on this. Uh huh. Um, but all Cardinals fans, there's a, an account called uh, Best Fans in Baseball that only like retweets shit from Cardinals fans being racist. That rules. <laughs> Um, I, I did. I did see the card, like the cardinal mascot, holding up like a Blue Lives Matter like, great, thing, of course. Uh-huh. Which is ah, uh, awesome. Uh, what's happening? Is baseball okay? Is there? Is, so there was a big cheating scandal in baseball, which was. It funny. seems like there always is. But this time, so not to fucking recap this whole thing, but there was a whole scheme where, so in baseball, sign stealing. You know, when the catcher like puts a finger down and says fastball. Mm-hmm. Like there, there always has been like quote unquote sign stealing in baseball that if like you could pick up on a tell, like that was just cool, you know, like you figured it out. Yeah. But what the Astros and Red Sox were doing were using fucking cameras and computers to relay signals to their batters. Oh, curveball's coming. Oh, and, like, okay. That's next level cheating shit. Yeah, that know? doesn't seem very good. Yeah. So it's everyone not the got of the, game. the Mets manager got fired before managing a single game for them because he was a player on the team as that was happening. <laughs> so King. uh King shit only. Uh next question comes in from Sarah McCostumes on Twitter. Confession time. When I was seventeen, I read Ayn Rand the Fountainhead because of this album, as well as the short story it's based on. What's the worst thing you've ever read and how did you end up reading it? Ooh. When as I mentioned, um, I was doing my, my like, literature deep dive in high school. I was like, I need to move on to edgy stuff. Yeah. So I read, like, Bukowski. Ooh, you had, you had, you had, you poured yourself a bourbon and smoked a cigar and yeah, said, I'm going to have depression. I read depression. Post Office or whatever, and I was like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, I think all of my, like, it's been so long since I've read, like, many classics that, like, I probably would have a fully different opinion at this point, mm-hmm. but there were two different books that I read that as I was reading it, I was like, this is the worst book I've ever read in my entire life. And the first one was in eighth grade when I read a separate piece by John Knowles. Mm-hmm. It's just a fucking story about a guy who goes to a boarding school and looks at a tree. It fucking sucks. Uh-huh. And then also the Scarlet Letter in 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, very bad. Because we also had to read it fucking again in 11th grade for some reason. That seems like an issue with the curriculum. Yeah, Florida public schools are cool because I'm not kidding. I read The Crucible in three different English classes. It's just whatever down there. But hey, The Crucible's kind of fun. I like The Crucible. Crucible yeah, I, 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 saw I didn't, I didn't like it very much at the time, but it's like, it's it's pretty sick. Um, Winona Ryder's in the movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, my whole, uh, whenever I like organize my own like lesson plans in line with the curriculum, I'm just going to fit in as many, like, I'll be like, what are the best movie adaptations I could show? Oh, yeah. So every, like, three weeks, I could just take a couple days to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, what's up, everybody? We're watching fucking Hitchhiker's Guide today. Yeah. Fuck you. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's, this is the last one for this week from Keep Up the Funk on Twitter. Uh, I adore Rush. This makes me so happy. I guess I have two questions. What is your interpretation of the ending of 2112? Touch on that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, always, I always take the more optimistic interpretation. I just simply like to... When I get a bittersweet ending, I simply say that it's sweet. And does the train to Bangkok offer those little packages of peanuts as, as snacks? Yeah, but they're like, like weed leaf shaped. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Ooh, maybe they have like, like, uh, those like shroop waffles, you know? Have you had one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, that's uh, like when they're on the train to like Berlin or wherever. Like, those are for made. some reason, I, like, you can just buy a shroop waffle at Wawa for like 95 cents. 
but damn but like they're never better than when you're on a plane yeah they're like, like they're i really so I, good I'm, I'm never more of a treat boy than when I'm on a plane and I like, cause once I was on a plane and I saw the guy next to me ask for like double waffles, mm-hmm. and I've, I've just never been brave enough to ask. It's like, you could just do that. I mean, I, in that instance, it fucking worked. Mm-hmm. But that's like your special, like, I don't want to eat a waffle in my day to day life. Cause then that ruins the like magic of when I get to right. fly on a plane in England. But listen, I'm up in the air. I'm playing off. I'm playing offline Rocket League uh-huh. single player by myself on my Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. Maybe I have a Stroopwafel for when I'm ascending, and then one when I'm descending, and it's good. Yeah, I'm a little out. Bavarian tree boy, and I love it. <laughs> uh, that's a rush. Twenty one twelve. Thanks yeah, for everything, thank Neil. Yeah, thank we you. We miss Neil. you. Um, next, uh, our order, our order is shifting around, but we're doing our Patreon pick next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a, a delightful pick from Gigantic Larry in, uh, Pigot Discord. Prediction champion of the show. Uh, let's see. We, we got a, uh, a kind of, like, choose your own adventure for picks, and I felt like this would be the most interesting one for us to do. Uh, this one says, the one I listen to on heavy rotation right now. When was this email sent? Let's see. June 14th, 2019. Okay, so a bit later, but, you know. Could still be yeah. bumping it. Not to try to be hip with kids, but because it's just very good, and the lyrics are certainly something to talk about. We will be listening to Billie Eilish when we all go to sleep. Where do we go? <laughs> <laughs> Billie Eilish, do flowers exist at night? <laughs> um, yeah, I know Bad Guy, and I think it's, like, good, but I know literally none of her other songs, so. Yeah, same. Um, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I can't, yeah. maybe I'll, maybe it'll be, like... I'll be able to integrate it into Byte and feel a little bit younger uh-huh. knowing about Ms. Eilish. Yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll relate it to my to my students and they'll be like, we're, we're past that shit now. Yeah. Anyway. You'll walk in and say like, hey, everybody, I love Billie Eilish now. And everybody will be wearing their um, uh, their official R.I.P. Neil shirt. Yeah. And you look like a fool. I'll, I'll be the fool. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Getty. Thanks, Alex. Thank you to the Piat Priests of the Temple of Sierra. Okay. Uh, Can I also say thank you to, a, a thank you to everybody who listens and a mm-hmm. double special jumbo size thank you to our $5 and above patrons. Hit me with it. Who include mm-hmm. Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, uh, Sylvie McAvoy, Hecabee, Weed Lord Vegeta, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Valerie W., Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Caroline Carter, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Faust Eldritch, Dr. B. Dandy, K. Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Skyla Otero, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio, Bean, there we go, Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglioni! My name, Nicholas Tartaglioni. <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Curvy, Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek. Great Big Sword. Alex C., Nick Jagged, Stephanie Ruff, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, thank you for the pick, mm-hmm. um, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, 
Matt Ribeiro! Get us some reggae! <laughs> Give me some mew under the truck! Ducky Aisha, Elliot Valentine, and Alex Schaup, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for remembering it. Listen, <laughs> I've, we've never forgotten, and we never will. True. Mm-hmm. So jot that down. Uh, we'll see you next week for... So stay tuned. We got a lot coming up this week. We have an episode of Carry Me Home. Uh, I'll, uh, we're recording it in a couple days, so... Sure. It'll go up by the end of the week. Yeah, you we might got... have to, like, edit out the screams. Yeah. <laughs> as you recap the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, stream Metal Gear Rising Thursday. And then our regularly scheduled Five Grams of Iron like, this weekend coming out. So, see you then. Uh, Semper Funny. Super funny. Bye.